Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Arthur, my name is Pup. I'm so glad to talk to you today. This film is kind of it's kind of crazy in, in a good way. It's it's very thought provoking. But what blows my mind, this is based on a true story, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the story of, and I, I don't want to butcher any names, but Hiro Onoda. And he spent yeah. 30, 30 years in, in the jungle in the Philippines, just not believing that everything was over and it was okay to come out. How did this come to you? Yeah. Uh, well, I heard it through my 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 father. Actually, I I was uh, I was it was some time ago. It was nine years ago in 2013. I was searching for a subject for an adventure film. I was reading a lot of stuff, and I had borrowed a few books to my father. He's not in 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 films or whatever, but he had a few interesting books like uh, explorers or or uh, sailors. You know that went through through the whole world on 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 their boats, and so I was looking pretty much everywhere, and I, I I couldn't find anything that was convincing. And I was talking to him one night about this, my father, and he said almost like a joke. He said, "Well, you know, there's the story of this Japanese soldier who stayed for years on an island, believing that the war was still going on, and you can still make a film out of that." Uh, and of course, he couldn't believe that I would make a film of this story because, well, I, at, at this moment, I, I hadn't made my first feature film. So it, it, it seemed crazy to even think about doing a film from France uh, on that subject. But I was hooked. So I, I went, I, because I didn't know the story, I went on the internet and I found, I, I finally found a book a French book, very interesting book about Onoda, and it, it was the beginning of my of my interest uh, on that story. Right, and I can I can see your dad's, you know, your father's trepidation. Uh, you have this is you know you haven't made a big film yet, but you're also going to bring uh, do a film about a subject that probably not a lot of people, unless they know the story, know anything about. So it's kind mm. of and nonfiction, right? So you're you're giving yourself a lot of a lot of responsibility, a lot of uh, heavy work. So I can see why he mm-hmm. would have been a little worried about his son. <laughs> uh, he was not worried. He was he was he was uh, when I told him that I was going to make a film out of it. He was he was interested, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the film finally existed. So he was he was uh, yeah he was proud. <laughs> yeah right. He's like, oh, I knew you could do it all along. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Even though it was his fault because he had the book in the first place. So, yeah. yeah. So this happened um, after World War II, is that right? Yeah. And this was a platoon of soldiers, of Japanese soldiers that were, I guess, I'm not that familiar with the, the Philippines involvement, but they were just, they were stranded for lack of a better word. And so Hiro is the one that he gets left behind. And then he spends like decades on his own, you know, just consistently probably becoming more and more paranoid and more and more guarded. Yeah. In the, yeah, yeah. It's, it basically is that he, he was sent to this island 
with a special mission. At first, he couldn't reveal this mission to the other Japanese men that he managed to gather around him. And then at, at, at some point, he was, he was forced to reveal what the nature of his mission were, was and where he, was, he had been trained. And mm -hmm. so, he, he, yeah, because he had to create uh, a strong belief uh, around him that he was right and that the whole world was wrong. Mm -hmm. So, and he finally managed to, uh, yeah, uh, create this real strong bond between him and, and three other soldiers. So, so there were, yeah, there were only four. Uh, mm -hmm. fighting fighting this war that was basically a fiction and and then one of them uh died and one of them uh surrendered mm -hmm. he, i mean he, he he flew away and he he decided he didn't believe anymore and then they ended up uh, just uh, two of them for 17 years and oh then God. the last one the last, uh, the last one died in 1972. And mm -hmm. then Onoda stayed for a little less than two years alone. And then he was, uh, yeah, he was in a way rescued by uh, a young, a young, yeah, a young student, a kind of adventurer from mm -hmm. Japan who decided to go on his own to Lebang, to the island and he found him. And he managed to talk with him and to uh, convince him that he should surrender. And Onoda said that the only way he could surrender was to uh, to get his orders from his hierarchic superior from the time, 30 years before. So the young guy, he went back to Japan and he found the old major. Mm -hmm. who was now retired from the army of course and he was uh, he was a bookseller and he he got him back to to the island and it's how onoda finally surrendered and now the film the film is in japanese right how was yeah. how was that working as you know as the writer and the director on on set and do you speak japanese <laughs> No, no. I, I, I worked with uh, I, I worked with a young um, and brilliant uh, translator who who became a close friend of mine. His name is Yu Shibuya, and he, he lives in Paris. And so I had met him through friends, and he was first the translator of the of the screenplay. Mm. And why we were working on the translation because I wanted to really know precisely what was in the translation um, in the Japanese translation so we 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 we, we did a, a long and hard work on, on that on that translation at that at that point I I, I could I could know that I, I was uh, yeah with the right person he was he was really trustful and very committed to the to, to the project and then he was also my my translator uh, my interpreter in in onset in the in the in, in Cambodia because we shot in Cambodia, so we had uh, we had at that point when when the shooting started we had a a kind of long work relationship so we we yeah 
I really trusted the way he could uh, translate what I had to say to the actors, and and also I had the kind, I had a kind of of trust in in my ear mm-hmm. that I could I I thought that I maybe I was wrong, but I I thought that I I felt that I could trust the way that I could hear the the Japanese melody because mm-hmm. it's all a question of tune, you know. If you if you if you're not uh, familiar with the with the tune, well, you you will not know when it's uh, when the sing- singers are are singing out of tune. When you are familiar with the tune, even if you don't know the tune, mm-hmm. well, uh, you can recognize the melody. So that that's how I think I tried to manage. But I will I will never know because I will never hear the film with Japanese ears. <laughs> so it's kind of troubling. You have to let go in a way. Yeah. You have to admit. That some some uh, some people will will hear the film new. <laughs> it's a strange it's a strange contract, right? And and it's also you you run the risk. I want to say you gave yourself this uh, what do you call it the Herculean task? Not only mm. of <laughs> a big film about a true story. Mm-hmm. That literally was decades in the making for him, for the for mm-hmm. hero, and you also you did it foreign language, you did it in a language that you don't know. I mean, this mm. was this is a crazy, not impossible, but a crazy project that you yeah you succeeded at, and I love that you said you have a good relationship with your interpreter because I kind of felt like you had to because they could have. You know they could have <laughs> took you for took you for a ride, or at, le- at the very least had fun with you. You know, yeah. Any, anybody who's uh, had someone translating for another language, for instance, my father is from Spain, my mother is mm. from America. My mother never learned Spanish, so she always, and still to this day, feels at a, a disadvantage because mm. you know how it is when it's very frustrating when a bunch of people are speaking a language and you're not included. Yeah. So I and I feel like having your interpreter be so good and and you guys becoming such good friends, it had to have acted as a like a go between. I don't know if that's yeah just yeah it, it was, it was that yeah yeah it was uh, it, it, he really was a go between and he was um, very close to the actors and very close to me. Mm-hmm. And also, we were all in a situation where we were abroad because we were shooting in Cambodia. So mm-hmm. all this was in another country with another language. Mm-hmm. So we were all equal uh, in front of this adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were all displaced from our home, from our comfort zone. So we had to, yeah, there was a sharing of the the week, the week. Uh, situation in which we 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 could be in but we were not we were we, we felt really free and strong because we were all uh involved with the same amount of uh belief and and uh yeah i i must say it was it was a f- very beautiful experience also i was with my brother because my brother is a dop and he was the dop of the film and okay. we we yeah we prepared the film very very much in advance and with hard work also and he also is a friend with this uh, Japanese interpreter that I was talking about you so and I, also I was I was with uh, a few other 
very close collaborators from France. So yeah, I think I, I see the whole enterprise as a kind of, um, uh, how would you say that? Uh, we, were, we, we were like, we were more like uh, passionate amateurs than professionals. I really believe in, in the, 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 this way of working because we were also making a prototype. We, mm -hmm. we had no, no real uh, examples to follow because in France, it's, it's not so common to, to make this kind of film. So we had to invent the way of making it. And we were like a bunch of more or less young people trying mm -hmm. to do this, this thing. So it, it, uh, it was like when when you're a kid and you're pretending playing a game mm -hmm. and uh, and and the more serious the game is and the more involved you you are mm -hmm. and and it yeah it was very exciting right I see I see what you're saying and also you're all you're all a team you're you're all your main goal is not just to finish the film, it's to make this incredible film. So it makes you a band of brothers, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, brothers and sisters, because there were a lot of uh, <laughs> girls also. <laughs> In, yeah, the film, on the screen, there's almost only guys, but behind the camera, there were, we were, yeah, brothers and sisters. There you go, a whole family affair. Well, I know it released October 14th in LA. Is it available to watch on demand? Yeah, it's it's going to be on yeah, uh, pay VOD. Uh, I think uh, within within the months. I don't know in November. I don't I don't remember the, the, the precise date, but it's going to be very very soon enough. That's okay. Video on demand coming in November. What's up next for so. you, Arthur? Oh, I'm I'm working on a screenplay right now, writing a film. Uh, well, very different film. It's going to be in France, in French, uh, mm. nowadays, with a girl, a woman on, on at the center of the story. So it's all very different from Onoda. But it mm. also has strangeness uh, and difficulties. And then, so to me, it's a new challenge. Uh, even if, if uh, on the surface, it seems more easy to do. And it is, I guess. Maybe not not uh, not so easy to to succeed. I mean, artistically speaking, I don't know. I don't know yet because I'm still writing it, but it's very exciting also. Okay, sounds good. Is it a true story? No. Based on a, okay. <laughs> it's based on uh, it's based on the on the false story. <laughs> okay, it's there you go. Completely false. There you go. You give yourself a little fiction. bit of leeway. <laughs> Give yeah. yourself a break on it. Right. <laughs> All right, sounds wonderful. Can people follow you on social media? Are you on Twitter, Instagram? No, I'm. I'm. No, I'm. I'm really on. Not not any social media whatsoever. I'm. I'm very old fashioned. I, I don't write like. emails. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> okay. Do you have a website where people can keep up with your films or? Um. No, but if you if you if you. If you write my name on Google, you can have a lot of information because, okay. uh, yeah, on Wikipedia, on yeah, the French French media, as in whatsoever. So it's not that difficult to 
follow me. <laughs> there you I go. Think. Well, yeah, if anybody wants to know what you're up to, they just have to stalk you on Google. That's fine. We can do that. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, That's Arthur. It. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and thank you for making. No, th thank you. Thank you to your father for having this book that led to this story yeah. because it's really crazy and good. I love yeah. that. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have good. a good Thank you. You Bye. too. Bye-bye.